Welcome to the College Investor Audio Show, where we talk about the biggest issues impacting millennial money, from student loan debt to side hustles to building wealth. We will show you how to get out of debt so that you can build real wealth for the future. Oh, today is going to be so much fun. Thanks for stopping by as we take a look at how to really build wealth over time. And it is the key to long-term investment growth. Modern trading apps and platforms, they've made it really easy, you know, to get started for the average person to just start investing. A lot of the platforms allow you to open accounts with even nothing, zero bucks, and then just start investing with maybe just a few dollars here and there. But a ton of the newer apps get users hooked on trading or buying and selling stocks. For some investors, trading leads to big gains. That's great. But long-term wealth growth is typically the result of holding positions for long periods and letting the value of the portfolio compound by itself. Investors can supercharge that growth by setting up mechanisms to reinvest dividends. That is the key. Dividend reinvestment and our major topic for today. It's kind of the secret sauce to portfolio performance. Mechanisms for portfolio growth. Let's take a look at those. All right, so when you buy stocks and hold them for a long time, the value of your portfolio can increase through two major mechanisms. Number one, the price of a stock or the stock fund can, of course, increase. Growth companies often see sustained increases in their stock prices over time. You may buy a share of a company at 30 bucks a share, for instance, and hold it for 10 years, and in 10 years, an excellent growth stock may be worth $60. You still own one share, but the value has increased tenfold. Certain financial moves, such as stock splits and buybacks, may influence the price of a stock, but these are not specific drivers of stock prices, by the way. Now, the second major mechanism for portfolio growth is reinvesting the dividends to buy additional shares of stock. This is huge. If a particular stock is worth $30 and issues a $1.50 dividend, a shareholder could reinvest the dividend to purchase an additional 0.05 shares of the stock. It might not seem like much, but check this out. If the shareholder continuously reinvests the dividends for 10 years, assuming no new price changes, the shareholder will own 1.63 shares of the stock. The stock position will be worth $48.90. Some investors or investment funds tend to emphasize growth or try to pick stocks that will increase in price over time. Other investors or investment funds tend to emphasize income or stocks that are expected to pay high dividends. Both price increases and dividend in reinvestment drive portfolio values up. In recent years, many of the headline companies drove portfolio performance by increasing stock prices rather than issuing dividends. The FANG companies, you know these, Facebook, Amazon, Apple, Netflix, Google, famously issued negligible dividends relative to the value of their stock. However, as these high-flying stocks start to take a beating, it might be worth reevaluating the importance of dividends and dividend reinvestment specifically as a driver of long-term portfolio growth. Let's compare the S&P 500 with and without dividend reinvestment. I'm going to go through some numbers, not going to get too confusing here, just some kind of basic things to wrap your mind around. 
The power of dividend reinvestment depends on several factors, including the weighting of the portfolio, the time considered, and the length of time invested. Portfolios that emphasize dividend aristocrats <laughs> rely on dividend reinvestment for growth. Likewise, dividend-heavy portfolios tend to do well, do well through bearish or even stagnant markets. But on the whole, the power of dividend reinvestment shows up strongest during long holding periods. This is because dividend reinvestment boosts the annualized returns of a portfolio. It's really cool. And those returns actually compound over time. Using a calculator from DQYDJ, DQYDJ, we saw the following. Let's say a person invested $1,000 in the S&P 500 between March 2021 and March 2022. Just one year. They would have $1,075 if they did not reinvest dividends. They would have $1,086 if they reinvested dividends. 11 extra dollars. If a person invested $1,000 in the S&P 500 between March 2017 and March 2022, that's five years, they would have $1,776 if they did not reinvest, and they would have $1,993 if they did reinvest the dividends. You can see how this is going. <laughs> Let's take a look at if a person invested $1,000 in the S&P 500 between March 1982 and March 2022, so 40 years, the average working person's life, for instance, they would have $36,945 if they did not reinvest. <laughs> this is crazy. They would have $97,881 if they reinvested the dividends. Something so small and insignificant, you think, can be dramatically huge over the long term. As an investor, you can choose whether to reinvest your dividends or whether to spend them as you earn them. When you see numbers like 9.5% returns versus 12.2% returns, it's easy to dismiss dividend reinvestment as an unnecessary sideshow, but the compounding effect is absolutely real. Over the 40 years considered in our example, March 82 to March 22, the investor who reinvested dividends had a portfolio that was almost three times the size of the person who failed to reinvest dividends. As a beginner, your ability to save money and add to your stockpile drives your portfolio value. But as your portfolio grows, the emphasis switches to rate of return or growth rates. Anything you can do to boost your portfolio's return will dramatically increase your wealth over time. The easiest thing most investors can do to boost returns, just reinvest the dividends. That $1.50 we talked about earlier, <laughs> you can see how much that adds up over 40 years or so. Now let's take a look at how to actually reinvest the dividends. Investors who want to boost their portfolio returns through dividend reinvestment can choose just a few different methods to reinvest. Number one, drip Dividend reinvestment programs allow investors to automatically reinvest those dividends into a specific stock or index fund. Typically, brokerages make it really easy for investors to just click a button that specifies whether to reinvest those dividends. Index fund investors especially benefit from this type of program because it allows the investors to be hands-off on the investment front. Here's number two. 
regular reinvestment into specific stocks. Most dividends are paid every quarter, so individual stock investors just might choose to let their dividends pile up as cash in their brokerage account. Then, once per quarter, the investor can buy new shares of existing stocks or new stocks that they want to add to their portfolio. This method allows investors to rebalance their portfolios while also deploying dividends to boost returns. At the end of the day, both methods can work to boost your returns. I actually opt for the automatic drip option whenever possible. With these in place, I can rebalance my portfolio just once a year and remain hands-off the rest of the time. It's nice. However, I invest heavily in EFTs and only hold a few individual stock positions. Investors who hold individual stocks might decide that the automatic reinvestment of dividends doesn't really suit their investment style. They might prefer the option to select how to use their dividends. But regardless of the dividend reinvestment style you pick, reinvesting dividends can massively boost your portfolio's returns. Just a few percentage points might not seem like that big of a deal, but over time, reinvesting dividends pays off quite handsomely, if I do say so myself. If you want to check out the calculator we use just to kind of play around with some numbers for yourself, you can find links in all kinds of resources inside this article at thecollegeinvestor.com. Just copy and paste the title of the podcast right into the search bar and you'll find it. There's all kinds of stuff there to look at while you're at thecollegeinvestor.com as well. It's quite the plethora of information. Anything from how to start your own side gig to over 100 ideas on side gigs and side hustles to paying off student loans and even, of course, reinvesting your dividends. It's all there, thecollegeinvestor.com. Thanks again for stopping by today. We'll talk to you again real soon.